here we are, and it's um, the 14th year of COVID, I believe. <laughs> um, I I think they're just calling it now in the year of COVID, aren't they? Well, we they're, they're making a distinction between this reality and the before times. Yeah, I get what. Wait, there was a before time? Oh, you, barely. Can you remember? No, really? not really. I've totally given up on that now. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh well. No, and this is very this is a very depressing topic, and we're not supposed to be talking about depressing topics today. No, because today we're talking about joy. Joy is joy going to be here? Yeah, remember her? Yeah, she, she was great. Yeah. Didn't take us long to get to that. You know, <laughs> we don't want to waste time. Not half a second. We'll go. We'll go right to the stupid joy joke, <laughs> which everyone expects us to do. No, we're going to do. We're going to talk about joy around the world today. Joy and, around the world, and and that's something that again has been. <laughs> yeah. Kind of lacking for a while, uh, uh, for a lot of reasons, but certainly COVID has been a um, a chief one. Regardless, here we are. We're all here in the studio. We are. Thank goodness for that. Yes, absolutely. So you're here, Dean Foster. I am indeed, and you're here, Tom Peterson. I am also, and with us is also Torin. Hello. Hello. Oh, look who's here. Yeah, how about that? He's right here in the studio with us. I am here. I'm All a little right. frightened by that, actually. <laughs> don't oh, be. Don't, why would you be frightened? I'm kind and joyous. We don't have him wearing a mask, but he <laughs> he has been shrink-wrapped. We well, good. completely well, that, covered. And it's perfectly safe. Absolutely. Breathe, just fine. <laughs> right. Well, for a short period of time, yes. <laughs> Temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> but it works great for a short period of time. Oh, my. Well, well, it's good to be back. And um, joy is a great subject for us to be talking about. I think it's a, a good time of, of the year that we're recording this for joy. Um, but then again, right now, I take joy any time of the year. Right. Well, but, but a joy and, and funny and what's funny in one place may not be funny in another. Absolutely. And, you know, like, hey, what's funny, right? And so what... people listening to this in other parts of the world might be going, I don't understand what they're talking about or why anyone thinks this is humorous. And, and why we particularly laugh about something while somebody else might not. Absolutely. And is that cultural or is it just... Just bad. Is it just because it's bad? Yes. Yes, I think is the answer to that. I mean, is there a cultural piece to this? There, well, if there isn't, what the heck are we doing here? <laughs> now, we're, we're laughing right now, we, right? Yeah. Uh, but is it because we said something funny or is it because we said something that we tried to make funny, but it really wasn't funny, so we laughed about well, it? Well, that's a, that brings up a good point, though. Sometimes not being funny when attempting to be funny is pretty funny. But this is really a deep issue. Isn't it? Yes, because... Well, what, that's all we have time for. What, that's <laughs> what we're what you what you've just raised is this eternal question mm-hmm. of is there a universality in this case to humor? Yeah. As opposed to is humor always and only culturally determined? And that's an essential question when you talk about culture around anything. Around any aspect, not just not just humor. Is there a universal way of doing something better than another way? And if so, is it culturally tied in some way? But it's going to be culturally tied, right? I mean, you always keep well, telling I'm, me there's I'm a gonna, cultural I'm aspect. Gonna, I'm going to think so. Yes. Now, now we take. Now we have the question: Is it funny because it's funny? Or is it funny because in my oh, culture it's funny? Well, then it's funny though because that. See, now we get to the definition of funny. Grammar time, grammar time. <laughs> Everybody loves grammar time. <laughs> we don't have to pay any royalties on that, you know. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do. Yeah. To ourselves. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll buy you something later, all right? All right. <laughs> when, um, <laughs> well, it's not really grammar, I guess, but um, it's more definition. Um, and now a definition. Well, that's a terrible song. We won't be using that one. Never mind. Um, See, it, that was funny because you were trying to be funny. And, and it wasn't funny uh, at no, all. No, no. no. Or good, either. <laughs> or good. Just, there's just always a piece to culture where... It, there is an objectivity. There is a universality. Absolutely. And that was just plain bad no matter where. You <laughs> they, they, thank you very no much. No matter where. No, they actually love me in Tibet. <laughs> they absolutely thought that was hysterical. They do, actually. They do. They do. They do. Because there's a culture of universal love. and True. So. And joy. And joy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when she gets back from Tibet, let me know, okay? Um, <laughs> again, I don't, I don't not wanna... funny. Mm. <laughs> And an attempt no. to be funny. Right. I just thought I'd demonstrate for everyone. Thank you. Sure. You're very good at that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Look, there are people who have made careers out of not being funny and being funny And you're about doing it. a good job of it Thank right you very now. much, please. <laughs> I could uh, I send, send money. Um, so this aspect of, of, is it funny because it's... Because it's culturally funny, or is it not funny? Because in my culture, that's not funny, but in your culture, it might be. Yes. Because, oops, your, your culture culture's showing. showing. So are we talking about jokes around the world in different well, cultures, or are we talking about humor? Humor. Oh, that's an interesting point. Here's the cultural thing. Okay. Um, Here it is. Write this down, Tori. <laughs> A joke. I'm sorry, should... that's all the time we have. <laughs> a joke is a form of humor. It's not the only form of humor. Ah. And as a basic rule, um, you don't want to tell jokes cross culturally. So if you're having a cross cultural experience of some kind, whether people are coming in to visit you or you're going to see them in a different culture, um, you, you should be assume... careful of, of using jokes. Humor. No, no, humor is great. As is long, it though, or as can it be it, misinterpreted? Well, it can be misinterpreted, so you have to know. So your whole the, thesis just went out the window. No, I was talking about jokes, okay. not humor. <laughs> That's the point. This There's is a all difference. a joke, if you ask me. <laughs> Humor's great. Everybody loves humor. Everybody loves a, a, a good laugh, and I think actually that if you're abroad, there's a whole lot more need for it in terms of building personal relationships than there would be even even locally. So so the the question then begs to be asked. It was it just phoned in a minute ago and it was begging to be asked. Um, if if I'm in another country, then and how do I determine what is humor that is A acceptable and B understandable and maybe C just will be thought to be funny. Well, you you know, there's information about this. I mean, I've written several articles about this. and you no, Now we get the pitch. We <laughs> now we get the pitch. Here's the thing. <laughs> rule, okay, we set out a rule, basic rule. Avoid jokes, because they're not going to be understood. They're going to fall flat. It's not going to be funny. And you may, in fact, insult somebody without meaning to. Ah, okay. yeah. But what kind of humor works in that culture? Find that out ahead of time. Now, some cultures, the humor is based on slapstick and physicality. Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't translate everywhere, by the way. Right, sure. Some cultures, humor is based on being clever and ironic with the words. Mm -hmm. So you may choose to use your language in such a way where you use a word to mean the 
actual opposite of what the word means. British culture, British humor is based on irony and where we use words precisely to imply the opposite meaning of what the word actually means. So that translates very well in Britain, doesn't translate in a place like Germany, mm -hmm. because German humor is not based on irony or or satire or sarcasm. Mm -hmm. well, satire, yes, to some degree, but but certainly not irony. So, you know, it's going to go right over the, the German's head because they're going to literally interpret the words right. for their literal meaning. Right. So you're you're not going to if if you try to use british humor in a german context it doesn't work and and vice versa it doesn't work sure right so understanding the cultural roots of humor wherever you are is important in order for you to be funny i think a general rule if you want to be humorous is you use self-deprecating humor mm. in other words say something that um would not necessarily be a burden on the listener, but it would, but it might be funny because it burdens you. It makes you the target of the joke, right? And that's that's a much safer way to go. But but again, jokes are just not the way to go. Humor, culturally appropriate humor, I think, is the way to go. Okay, so okay, so then in that in that scenario we had earlier, where we have someone um, coming in, let's say someone's coming into the United States. And they're from another country, and they're they're mostly they speak enough English to be able to have a conversation with you, but they're not they're not clearly fluent in it, but they but but enough, and um, so in that case right there, you want to be careful not to fall into your what would be your regular style of humor and jokes if let's assume you have that, and you're using that your normal thing even though you're in your normal surroundings where I would think it'd be very difficult at times to remember not to behave in that fashion or to realize if you do behave in that fashion, that that is maybe why that person is looking at you oddly or strangely or and something like that. It could, and it could be creating a situation where it could be much worse than that. Okay. Just, just, just feeling insulted by what you said, as opposed to realizing that what you were trying to do was say something funny. Okay. So, boy, we've killed the joy out of this humor conversation, haven't we? Just beat it up. You know, very good self-deprecating comment. Thank you. Thank you. I thought I'd give an example. Uh, you know that. what? W one time I was in Hong Kong. I'll give you an example of self-deprecation and, yes. um, and how it worked. One time I was in Hong Kong, and I was about to make an address to a large group of people. And, you know, in the U.S., there's a golden rule that if you get up in front of a group of people, one of the ways you want to get started, warm it up, is to say something funny, say something humorous. Now, if, if, if you're in the U.S. and you're an American talking to an American audience, sure, fine, use a joke. You, you will have the sensitivity to know whether it's appropriate or not. But I'm in Hong Kong, and, and if I want to warm up by saying something humorous, okay, but say a joke? No, not going to work. Because the priority value in a culture like Hong Kong, when you start the address, is to apologize, actually. Staying humble and making yourself, uh, self-deprecating yourself is far more um, effective 
as a way to get started because what you're doing is you're requiring the audience to understand that you are the expert. You are, it is, it is the reason why you are there to be able to share things that are going to be of use to them. So I had this dilemma. Do I say something funny or do I say something humble? And I'm thinking backstage, I'm going, okay, I got to think of some. So I come out there and I go, well, I understand that uh, many of you, of course, are, are um, local Hong Kong Chinese. Many of you, there were a lot of Westerners in the audience. So I didn't know, should I start with a joke for the Westerners or should I start with saying something humble for, the, for my Chinese colleagues? So what I did is I said, so I will um, just, I forgot the punchline. <laughs> Is that what you said? Because that would have no. been brilliant. No, it's not that would have been self-deprecating. It was brilliant. <laughs> so what I said was, I'm going to apologize that I don't have any jokes to tell. So I was self-deprecating. I avoided using a joke that wouldn't translate in Hong Kong culture. Right. And I appealed to what would translate into in Hong Kong culture. And did that get big laughs for you? Didn't get big laughs, but it got some laughs. Okay. And it warmed up and it achieved the goal that I had in mind. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, good for you. That's absolutely good. Now, what I'd like to do is to get um, some of my relatives to to not tell jokes. Can I, can I figure out a way to do that in in our culture? Because it, it just, as you were saying that about the different cultures and the different things that they might uh, find funny or or not funny, or um, the way they tell a joke and whether is it self deprecating, is it not? Those kinds of things. I was thinking that. Just in the human species, there are people in every culture, I'm sure, certainly in the, in the culture in the United States, there are people who think they are cap- certainly funny, who aren't funny. At least not, either that or they're in the wrong culture. So either universally not funny or even not funny in the American context, even though they're Americans. They're just plain not funny for whatever reason. <laughs> not funny. These people who are telling the story and they, they think it's an interesting story. Cream and pies. Kind of, Oh my gosh. Cream pies. That's what deals it. Just to pick up a cream pie and throw it in their face. Ah, uh, now we get to humor, physical humor. <laughs> but that'll stop them. They will. They will. <laughs> I usually carry a supply of cream pies around with me. Yeah, so the old cream pie, the old slapstick yeah. stuff, yeah. the yeah. old, you know, fall on your face, slide on a banana peel. Why is that humorous? Is that universally translatable? I think, I, I don't know. I, I would say it's not. Well, I think probably not in some places, but I'll bet you it's it's translatable in many places. I'll tell you what happened to me. I'm in Kuala Lumpur. It's the capital of Malaysia. Yeah. I'm on a day off. I did some work there. I'm in a big shopping mall, and um, I'm about to go down this big escalator. And, and I'm not particularly good with escalators and elevators anyway, but okay, you know. We all do the going on the uh, and so I'm, this escalator is going down. I get to the bottom of it and I trip, and I fall, and, and maybe because I was overly conscious of not doing that is exactly why it, it it happened. But I did immediately. I found myself surrounded by what seemed to be multitudes of of, of local shoppers, mm-hmm. all of them reaching out to help me mm-hmm. to get. To get me up, but laughing, laughing loudly. Okay. And I'm feeling like, whoa, wait a minute. I just fell. Um, and thank you for helping me up. But what was so funny about that? 
I kind of felt embarrassed and I felt like I was being made a joke of. Now, this is all complete misinterpretation. This is, this is working without the cultural filter because what was going on, in fact, the intent was just the opposite. Their laughter was a way of trying to make a situation that was unusual and probably very uncomfortable for me mm-hmm. into not important. Are you speaking of uncomfortable in a sense of being uh, physically uncomfortable or embarrassing? Embarrassing. Gotcha. Embarrassing. Okay. Embarrassing. So it was a way of, 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 of taking the heat down from what was they, their cultural assumption that I was embarrassed by what was happening. Right. And making it all just light and funny. And this whole aspect of of taking any kind of physicality and physical humor and making it into something that is light and funny for whatever reason to either avoid embarrassment of the individual that's that's in a particular circumstance or because it is funny to actually make that kind of situation and watch watch someone who 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 is innocent and do, and it doesn't matter if we laugh at them mm-hmm. that we can laugh at them anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the Jerry Lewis phenomenon in France, right? For example, we or can anywhere or for that anywhere, matter. right? Yeah. You know, we because it because it's risky to laugh at people when they're doing something that is um, unusual or in an unusual circumstance where where physically they're being challenged, right? We can laugh at them because we because we don't care about the individual. It this is a comic. This is a mime. Right. So so it's perfectly safe to laugh at them and laugh at the physicality that's going on. Uh-huh. But it wasn't when I was in Malaysia. Um, it the, the the usefulness of laughter was for a completely different purpose. It was to make me feel comfortable, not uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, clearly a, a different use. Although I wonder, is there a um, is there a basis for that in the idea of um, the that we'll laugh in real life, not not watching it on a screen or something. In real life, we will have a tendency to want to laugh when someone slips on the sidewalk and falls down, and yet that person is probably in pain to some degree. At least. I think if you're signaled in the movie, let's say, a slapstick scene in a movie. But I'm not saying there. I'm saying in the, I'm saying like just on the sidewalk. People will laugh at that. People will laugh at people just falling down on the sidewalk. No, I think that's culturally determined. I think in some places maybe, but in some places But maybe there's an aspect to it that goes to what you just explained about them trying to actually make you feel better about it. That may be something that's inside of us, but we've lost it culturally. You see, I think in Malaysia, I don't think any of the people who were helping me up were um, finding finding it funny, but they were laughing. There right. was a disconnect between why they were laughing. In the West, we might think of laughter as a response to being something being funny, but in Malaysia and in much of East Asia, laughter can be or can be an indication of a lot of other things. In this case, it was saving my face. Sure, and I can see, but it, even in Western cultures, I can see laughter is a, it can be a sign of embarrassment um, of a person's Giggling. embarrassment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uneasy. I mean, I've been I've worked in shows and plays in front of live audiences where you've had very difficult moments in the show itself, in the play, and and you will get a few audience members 
who will start to to giggle. And and when you're on stage as an actor and you hear that, it's it can be unsettling mm. because because they're not this, laughing because something's funny. That is not the point of this moment. Mm-hmm. And and you can think may is something wrong, but. At a certain point of the development of being an actor, you learn, a stage actor, you learn that that is, comes with the territory. There's right. going to be people who are going to react, react because they're uncomfortable or embarrassed or both or maybe more, and their reaction to it is laughter. And I'm just wondering, is, is it possible that there's even a, some sort of genetic response in humans as a whole that would invoke laughter in a situation along those lines, because it is being used, we're not recognizing it as that any, anymore here, but um, in a place like Malaysia, which what happened to you, they are recognizing that as part of their culture. So they're doing it in that with that intent. Whereas here, we if we do it, someone else might yell at you. You know, don't laugh. This person could be hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't. We're not seeing it in that format. Right, anymore. and and Malaysia, it's almost like it, an, it, an, an antiquated use of a word, you know, that, that they, you don't use it in that term anymore. You use it in this term. We're kind of doing that with the laughter, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was in Beijing, yeah. a similar situation, but I think, again, for a different kind of reason. Uh, I'm, I was in a swimming pool in the hotel, mm-hmm. and I'm swimming. Uh, it's big. Do you have clothes on at this point? I have a bathing suit. suit. A bathing suit. All right. I had to remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course I had a bathing suit on. just asking questions. Would it it have been really funny if I didn't? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Or would it have been more... It would have been funny, but also... And who would have been embarrassed? And would they have been laughing out of embarrassment? Yes. Or would they have just... No, they would have been laughing out of embarrassment. I'm not so sure... Really? Well, what did you like them to be laughing? <laughs> there isn't a good interpretation left. Yes, I'm in a bathing suit. Let me tell you what happened. What really happened? Okay, yes. Okay. What You're really in this happened? Bathing suit in Beijing. I'm in a and I am in a swimming pool. You're bathing in your bathing suit in Beijing. Right. Here we go. Deliberation <laughs> and, hell. Yeah, and it it's full of other swimmers, and this guy is swimming, and he's coming from the other side, and I don't see him because he's underwater. Uh-huh. I mean, he's really f- swimming fast, and he's making it to the other end, and I'm at the other end, and suddenly he, he's fast, and I'm in his way, and bang, right into swims you. right into wow. me. Wow, okay. And I'm going, woof, you know. <laughs> and, Wait a minute, what'd you do? Woof. Okay. Uh-huh. And he pops up right in front of me, because he slammed into my chest, pops up right in front of me, and he looks at me, and I'm looking at him, and he starts laughing. Yeah. Like, really intentionally laughing. Uh-huh. And I'm going... But, but a real one. He's not faking this. He's, no, this he's is... really laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and what's happening here is, you know, I'm having this intuitive response, which is, hey, you just slammed into me, right. and now you're laughing about it? Right. Right? Now, uh, now again, through the cultural... Through the Chinese cultural lens, what's going on here is that he's saving face because of his mistake and signaling me that he's sorry about what happened in a way where he can save face. Yeah. And I get that. I get that. But uh, there's uh, this other piece of me which is going, okay, but you just slammed into me. Right. Right. And 
after I joined in with the laughter, then he touched me on the shoulder, put his hand on my shoulder, and asked me if I was okay. Mm. Huh. And, and and I think in this this very small little scenario, there was so much of a so much information about culture and how we can misunderstand the intent of other people. Mm-hmm. And and it was also an example of using laughter as a, as as a way of not necessarily expressing something that was funny. There was nothing funny about this situation for either of us. Right. Right. But laughter was a way through it for him. Well, I think it's better than than road rage, which tends to be kind of common or or other things like that right now. Um yeah, interesting. Okay. The um well, I, I don't did, did did we have a a laugh track torn through this entire thing? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Just great. Is that is that what you wanted? Yeah, that's it. That's okay. perfect. Perfect. <laughs> There you amazing. go. He's amazing. I mean, the whole issue. By in, the way, thanks for contributing to this uh, episode. In the whole, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now little, that uh, a little sarcasm, a little, little bit, a little bit, a little bit, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> L- a little bit of sarcasm. Is that the candy or something? It, it is. It used to be. Actually, it was a horse I bet on in the fifth race. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of sarcasm. <laughs> oh, that's a good horse. Yeah, that's a good was, horse name. yeah. I, like I, I lost all my money. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's too bad. <laughs> so. Yeah. So well, the reason we don't tell jokes is because the language isn't going to translate. The humor is not going to come through because of the language differences. And just trying to translate, rotely translate a joke from English, let's say, to um, to to uh, French is, well, no, that's not going to work anyway, but um, you get the idea, to Spanish. And, and saying it that way will not necessarily work because it, languages don't work that way. Here's an example, again, doesn't make um, it's coming to mind. Of, um, I was in Japan. Now, here's a culture where Eng- English is, if, is not well understood. Uh, certainly, there's a generational difference. Younger Japanese typically tend to understand English because they're taught it in school. But older Japanese, you know, anybody over 45, English is not well known. So somebody is, uh, an English speaker is making a presentation in Tokyo and it's being translated so that everybody in the audience can understand what's going on. And the English speaker is trying to tell a joke. Bad mistake. Shouldn't Mm -hmm. have been done. Right. Right. Which you should know that if you've been listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And so what the the translator does wisely, and, and because this solves so many Japanese cultural issues is as the as the English speaker is telling the joke, the Japanese translator says, now the speaker is telling a joke. <laughs> the audience is starting to get the message. Then the audience and, and then he says, now he's getting to the punchline. N- now, everybody laugh. Okay. <laughs> and and the entire audience laughed, yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> right. So. Perfect. The, the presenter's face was saved. Yeah. He left the stage thinking he was a hit. Yeah. Right? And the audience's face was saved because they did the right thing to save his face. Sure. And they didn't understand the punchline. They didn't even get what was funny. Right. But they had the appropriate response for the situation. They were which just is, being told that stuff, Which right? is precisely the way you have to behave in Japan. Okay. Yeah. Know the appropriate response for any given situation and respond that way. Okay, yeah. And that's what they did. Sure. <laughs> and it was... That's funny. And it was... See, that's funny. And it was, it was a perfect 
perfect example. So you're saying, just let, let me analyze this joke now and totally destroy it. Um, you, you were saying that he was actually saying, the interpreter was actually saying, he is telling a joke now. That's right. He never even he is translated the punchline. The punch there's no punchline. There is no there's joke. None, none. There was nothing for them to misinterpret. It was just, I'm telling you what's going on so you can respond correctly. Precisely. And now now laugh. Exactly. Ha, 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 ha. And yeah. The, the level of sensitivity to the complexity of human relationships and saving face and making sure that people say and do the right thing in relation to each other in any given circumstance is so finely tuned in Japan that there are many, many lessons, I think, you know, U.S. Americans certainly and Westerners in general can can learn if they if they tune into this. Sure. Very hard, by the way, I think, for Westerners to tune into. Yeah, that sounds like it kind of goes against a lot of the things that we hold near and dear to us or think we hold near and dear to us. You know what that sounds like? That, to me, sounds like a different podcast that I think we could get into a little bit and um, and talk about more of those things kind of culturally around the world. Maybe we should do that uh, in the podcast after this podcast. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, we had to get Torrance permission <laughs> to do that. Um, so he's anyway, on it. He's so on it. I, he is. He was right there. He is. Right after we woke him up, he right was. Um, he was uh, uh, uh huh. Yeah. 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 yeah right. <laughs> right. In his mind, someone is saying they are now talking in a podcast. They are still talking in a podcast. They are coming to the end of the podcast. Before Pretend we you come know to what's the, going on. Just tell them they can do whatever they're asking. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, that being said, thank you, Dean Foster, for your incredible knowledge on this uh, subject. For a man who's really not very funny, I think you've done a heck of a job with this <laughs> wow. one. Um, I, I try my best. Oh, wait, it's self-deprecating. Self-deprecating. Yeah, self-deprecating. Right. Self. I get that wrong often. <laughs> anyway, thank you for your work here. And thanks, Torin, for being here with us today. Uh, what? Yes, do whatever. Yep. Sure. Yeah, really. Yeah, yep. And thank you, Tom, <laughs> well, for welcome. raising these critically important issues for us and the listener. You're very, very welcome. It's my pleasure. Um, and it's always important because you do know that, oops, your, your culture's showing. showing. Smell ya. Okay, listen, the way to get hold of us is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is oopscultureshow. Whether this is the first episode or the third episode or whatever episode that you've listened to, you should really subscribe. That's the best way to go, really, honestly. I know what I'm talking about. All right, so just subscribe through iTunes or through wherever you get your podcasts from. Subscribe. Thank you.